Hi, I'm Jen, and this is Positive Babble. Any topic goes around here as long as it's positive. Each week, I'll bring you something to ponder a quote, a book recommendation, an amazing story, or a special guest. All of this positivity is coming straight to you from the beautiful island of Maui, Hawaii. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey, hey, aloha, and welcome back. I am so glad that you're here. Wherever you are in the world listening to this, I hope you're enjoying your beautiful day. And it is a beautiful day and a very special day because I have our very first special guest with us. The beautiful and very smart and talented Ashley Hedstrom. She is the creator of goddesshomestead.com, and she is here with us to share her inspiration for the amazing work that she's putting out in the world. Thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Thank you for having me as your first guest. And thank you so much for flattering me with that intro. You are very, you're very welcome. (laughs) I speak the truth. Well, I appreciate it. And my ego appreciates it too. (laughs) (laughs) So I love your website and I would love to know what inspired you to start goddesshomestead.com. Tell me a little bit about it. So Goddess Homestead was born out of necessity. Like a lot of people end up finding a purpose from a hardship where they needed to earn some tools in their toolbox to help them out of a bad situation. So for the last five years, I've been going through a mental health crisis that I was working through that spiraled into a physical health crisis and a dual spiritual awakening as the cosmic sprinkles on top of a very shitty Sunday. So <laughs> I I had to turn to ancestral wisdom to bring back in more nourishment and be able to find my way out of a bottomless pit that I was in that started from pharmaceuticals, unfortunately, that I was not given proper guidance on. So the side effects that I experienced that I was not educated on from my um, family doctor that I had gone to, it was really unfortunate and I didn't receive really any help from it. And I had to dive in deep and do my own research to figure out how to get out of that mess that I was in and to take back my power and my health. So from all of that, I started diving in and looking into food medicine and ancestral wisdom with herbs and homeopathy. And from that, going into detoxing, physically detoxing from heavy metals and plastics and really bringing in a more holistic lifestyle to help balance out the autoimmune symptoms and the insomnia and the pain that I was experiencing to which allopathic medicine couldn't help me with. And it was really illuminating to be the first person in my circle of influence to kind of have this awakening and go, what are we doing? Why are we consuming so much plastic and waste and ignoring the wisdom that our ancestors had used and really helps benefit and bring in that preventative care measure. And at the time I was working in public health. So I had that firsthand knowledge of seeing how much 
preventative care with food and movement and basic self-care actually does for a human being. So it was really illuminating to be able to kind of bring back in that yin balance to the the young energy that we're really in in society and find a more balanced approach. And that's really how I took my own power back. And I actually saw healing, which allopathic medicine had really told me wasn't possible. So I was able to get off of all pharmaceuticals. I was able to reverse a lot of the pain and the insomnia I was experiencing and really find peace and balance. And that was so beautiful. And I thought people need to know about this. Like, why is it not really being talked about? So that's where Goddess Homestead was born from, was out of necessity. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, that sounds like that was a long kind of arduous path that you were on. You know, since it's topics not being talked about, I'm sure you felt a little bit lonely at the time going through it and having to figure those things out on your own without guidance. Yeah, it was really lonely for a long time, especially since nobody else in my life on social media or my family, my circle of influence in person with my community, people weren't really talking about it. And it was really actually hard to find the resources. Only a few people on social media that I could find were actually talking about these things, but nobody was really bringing them all together at once. So I had to kind of cherry pick and I was just like inhaling all of the good juicy information that I could find and then disseminating it for myself to figure out what was good for me, what wasn't, what would help, what I needed to do. And I was really having to rely on like meditation and prayer to figure out what was really aligned with me. What did I need? What did my body need? And to really practice mindfulness to figure that out. So if you're going through something intense, like a mental health crisis, a spiritual awakening, or something with your physical health, where you, you feel like you're in a dark pit that you can't get out of, and you're just trying to grasp for anything to build yourself a ladder to get out, it's really helpful to start with little manageable things and look at your self-care. Like, are you eating enough vegetables? Are you moving your body in any capacity daily? Are you getting sunlight? You know, we're basically walking plants with emotions and a lot of anxiety. So we need to make sure that we're drinking enough water, we're eating enough greens to help our cells with photosynthesis than mitochondrial health for energy and doing the basic human self-care. That's one of the best places to start for mental health, for physical health, and just getting out in nature really benefits spiritual health as health as well. I agree with you. And I do think potentially a lot of us, those needs that you just talked about being met, we feel like that's selfish and it isn't. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. It's a necessity. You cannot give back if you don't take care of yourself, right, Ashley? Absolutely. Yeah. And that was something I really had to work through too, is I had a lot of people pleasing and I was serving people out of a place of lack. So to really work through that, we all, if you think of your energy like a glass pitcher of water, If your pitcher has cracks in it and you can't hold that full amount of water and you're constantly trying to pour into other people and your, your vessel is dry, 
you can't help enough people. So it was really illuminating to see by patching those cracks in my own vessel to be able to hold more, I can give more to where I'm not depleted and I love to give. So you have to kind of bring all of that back to yourself. You have to be selfish to heal. In order to be selfless, you first have to be selfish and work on those boundaries and healing yourself so that you in turn can go out and help more people, but you're still first and foremost taken care of. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I recently saw something online, like a post on Instagram, I think. And it was, I think it was a quote from John Lennon. He said, I think it was his grandmother told him never to say you're sick, even if you are sick say I'm healing. And I thought that was really powerful. You know, Mm -hmm. changing your mindset, start with the small things, like you said, taking care of yourself, making sure you're eating well, getting air, getting water, getting sunlight. I mean, start small. Mm -hmm. The mindfulness aspect and being conscious of our language and the way that you talk to yourself is key. It's so crucial in order to really get yourself into a new level of reality. If you feel like you're going around in circles, being stuck in some kind of a mind loop or with certain situations, a lot of times that comes down to our unconscious behavior, our unconscious language patterns and the things that we're thinking because everything in life starts as a vibration, as a thought. So by being aware of what is constantly going on in the back of our minds with that unconscious chatter and those cycles that we continue to perpetuate, being able to break that pattern or interrupt it and redirect it to something else That is how you really make lasting change. And that also influences our physical health because when you break those neurofeedback loops and you're breaking that dependence and addiction on certain neurochemicals, that will influence your physical health. So it really does come down to being aware and conscious of our unconscious behavior and reprogramming that autopilot program in our brain because our brains function like computers. So in updating our software, you are allowing yourself to move out of that um, level of life that you're in and be able to choose better. And when you reprogram and you have a better updated autopilot program, then you don't have to think about it because you're already in that mindset and those habits that allow you to do better every single day. That's incredible. And also it's about taking it day by day, right? It is because we, there's a new train of thought or a paradigm with how time is not linear. And I love this thought because really it's all about each present moment. Because if you're living too far in the past or you're focused too far in the future, you're not able to enjoy the present. Like being present is a gift. Your presence is a gift. It's a present. So with being present in every moment and being aware and conscious, that's how you can interrupt those cycles. Instead of focusing on what you did in a past present moment or what you anticipate might be in a future present moment that actually may never come. So by being present and giving yourself the gift of that conscious awareness, that's how you can really shift things. And it's very true. Also, I think it was Eckhart Tolle that said it. Once you realize that you weren't present, you're back. 
in the present. Mm -hmm. So we are going to go through those moments where we're on autopilot, but it's getting yourself back into the present as quickly as you can and not be hard on yourself. Try not to be hard on yourself. Yeah. It's all about that shift. So instead of like with me, I recently just broke out of a really toxic mind loop and I'm really happy about it because actually I realized it yesterday that instead of my brain is always looking for, well, not always. So our brains have a system called the retricular activating system that is programmed to look for certain things. So by becoming aware of our thoughts and our present moments, we can retrain the RAS system to look for positive things because this is a survival mechanism. The RAS system in our brains was primed to look for the negative in order to survive over the eons. So by being aware that our brains are constantly searching for negative things to put us back in that survival mechanism, you can retrain it to look for the positive things in life, to look for things to be grateful for, to look for things that are going right in your life instead of it's immediately looking for something to back up that survival mechanism to tell you, I am this or I am this. You're not those things. That's just your RAS system in your brain looking for proof to back up that neurofeedback loop to tell you that you are something to do with shame and guilt with those negative emotions. But you are not those those things. You can retrain that system in your brain. And that's so amazing. I love that you brought up the reticular activating system because lately, you guys, I've been running into that a lot. And I've got a lot of people in my circle talking about the reticular activating system. If you don't know about it, do some research on it because it's fascinating and it is possible for us to do what Ashley just said, to have our unconscious mind actually look for the positive as opposed to falling back into that, looking at the negative because we're trying to survive. So check out the reticular activating system. There's a few people I know lately that are talking about it. Um, Train Your Brain by Dana Wild is a great book. I don't know if you have any resources that you recommend, Ashley, but check out the reticular activating system. It is spectacular reading. The one person that comes to mind is Joe Dispenza. I love Mm -hmm. his work. So for a lot of energetic, which actually is like physically and spiritual health combined, um, Joe Dispenza is a great person to look at. He has a ton of books out. He is fantastic. And there's just Mm -hmm. a lot of information out there on this system. So definitely check that out if you're feeling like you have trouble with getting past that negative thought loop. So it's, I think it's something that could definitely help you out. So Ashley, tell us, we go to goddesshomestead.com. What will we find there? What are your little golden nuggets that you can share and, you know, help enlighten us on how to be more at peace at one with ourselves and how we can actually take our power back using ancestral wisdom and all the wonderful things that you talk about on that website. Yeah. So Goddess Homestead is really focused on conscious consumption. So to have that conscious awareness of what we're consuming and to help feel safe and secure in our own skin, in our surroundings, and bring in that ancestral wisdom with food storage and canning and learn how to be self-sufficient. And I'm going to dive into more of the 
the conscious consumption with learning how to read food labels, looking at zero waste initiatives and um, chemical exposures, like more of the stuff that I had to learn to get to where I am. I'm going to be doing more of blog posts and downloadable guides and things that help you figure out how to get through some of that. I mean, you have your canning 101, you have the food storage 101. Is the food storage and the canning, is it hard? Is it as time consuming as what we have been told in the past? Do you think that it is possible for us with our modern living to actually take control of our food storage, our canning? Like, can we do that with how we live today? Yeah. Food storage and canning actually will save you a lot of time and money. What I love about canning is that it's not just about preserving your harvest and the self-sufficiency. It can also be a meal prep tool. So you can can the meals minus fats and dairy and pastas and have the contents of the meal just ready to go. So with canning it properly, with following tested recipes and making sure that you're doing all the right things leading up to using your canned goods, you have shelf-stable foods and meals ready to go, storable for up to 24 months in some cases. So you can have shelf-stable meats and um, pressure canned meats are actually really tender and soft. So when you can things with tougher cuts like stew meat or pork, pork loin, it becomes really tender and soft. So you don't even have to do anything to it besides just heat it up before you use it. And it makes- it makes meal prep a lot easier. So you can use it as a tool to help save you time by meal prepping and same with food storage too, with using whole grains and storing beans and rice, you can have that ready to go. And that's also a great tool for preparedness if you do need it. But if you want to use stuff like wheat berries and grind your own wheat for flour and make homemade bread, that's the tastiest bread you're ever going to have in your whole life. Ever. (laughs) And and you you have all the ingredients at home, so it's really easy to make better choices when you're making it yourself, and it tastes better too in the end. And I love that you said meal prepping, because right now, as you know, meal prepping is huge. People figuring out ways to get in the proper portion sizes. Meal prepping is definitely on the rise. So you're saying that using the canning methods and the food storage methods you're going to take the time you would to cook all your meals and put them in little containers for the week, but you're going to be able to keep some of these things for 24 months. And so Mm -hmm. you're going to have this ready to go. So overall saving you time and money. Yeah. And it'll also help you with moving towards more zero waste type living, because when you're canning your own stuff, um, you're using glass jars. So there's less waste when you're reusing and recycling those jars. You don't have to go and buy brand new jars. You can look on different blog shops and like Craigslist and find used jars. So as long as they're not chipped, you can keep using, you know, 10 year old jars as long as they're safe to can with. And also with supporting your local economy, supporting your local farmers and ranchers and fruit stands and using meat and produce that's local to you. So it wasn't having, they didn't have to truck it in from another country. And, you know, if you're trying to reduce the amount of carbon emissions that you're um, consuming or producing, that's a great way 
to move towards a more sustainable lifestyle is by being more aware of where your food comes from and the quality of the food, because that really impacts your physical health. So with supporting local farmers and ranchers that are doing more sustainable initiatives with regenerative soil and tending to the local ecosystem where the cows or the pigs, they're, they're really happy and they lived really good lives and they're helping to keep the topsoil rich and fertile for other generations. That's how we really make an impact is by choosing local and better choices. I love that. I do. Especially being on Maui, we have to ship everything in, but we don't because we have local farmers. We have people and bring things to the farmer's market. I mean, it is possible to support local and like you said, all the way around helping everyone. Yeah. I love that. So when we go to goddesshomestead.com, you tell us all about how to can, right? You tell us all about how to do food storage. Mm -hmm. I have two beginners classes, one for food storage and one for canning, which goes over all of the basics of how to get started. And I'm going to be adding more classes, going more in depth, probably in the next couple of months with um, specific things related to food storage and canning, like how to pressure can meats or pressure canning beans or meal prepping in jars and different resources for that and showing you how to do it. Because I think a lot of people get intimidated with pressure canning and they hear horror stories and things. So with actually watching someone go through and pressure can and show you what to look for, I think that's really helpful. Uh, I think that's really helpful too. So check out goddesshomestead.com and Ashley has so many other offerings on that website. Besides doing the food storage 101 and the canning 101 classes, she has oracle card readings and numerology profiles. So whether it be you're interested in the physical health side of things, um, the mental health side of things, or the spiritual health side of things, Ashley has you covered at goddesshomestead.com. And is there a way for people to reach out to you, Ashley, if they have questions after they've looked at your classes or if they need anything after? Absolutely. So I'm on pretty much every major social media channel. So whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, I do have a Twitter account and I have a YouTube channel as well. You can always comment or send me a message there. And I also have an email address that you can message anytime, which is hello at goddesshomestead.com. So feel free. Anyone that has questions, you can reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, I really enjoy talking with you. And to my listeners, this young lady is incredible. Please check her out again on all of the social media channels and on goddesshomestead.com. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you inside next week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you've got something positive to share or an idea for the show, that would be fantastic. Please send an email to jen at positivebabble.com. Oh, and hey, while you're at it, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Positive Babble. If you positively love this show, please review us wherever you're getting this podcast from. Have an amazing day. 